This is another entry into our glossary of Hasidic terms that we're hoping to develop over time in Mitzvah Shem at insatchasidus.org. And by the way, thank you for listening and for learning and for sharing. Learning Hasidus is a big thing. The Baal Shem Tev said that the Mashiach told him that Kosimad Damalka Mashiach depends on Yefutza Manasecha Chutza. So learning Hasidus and spreading Hasidus which has its own reward. People wouldn't learn it if they didn't find meaning in it and joy in it. It's a medium to to, uh, to, to bring Mashiach Tzitkenu. So thank you for learning and for sharing. The term that we're now going to do is Adam Kadman Ak. And I'm going to probably do it in more than one installment, one more than one uh, entry. In Hasidus it's brought that the word Adam Kadman is a dichotomy. Adam means creation. Kadmein means it's not a creation, it always was. So joining together Adam and Kadmein is like joining together God and world. Ancient and new, something that always was but something that once was not. And Hasidus actually answers, resolves this dilemma, this dichotomy, this contradiction by arguing that that's exactly why it's called Adam Kadman, because since it's the first part, so since it's the so-called first world after the Tzimtzum, half of it is Kadman, half of it is godliness, which always was, and half of it is Adam, half of it is a brand new creation. The worlds after Adam Kadman, in as much as they go through the chain, and Adam Kadman is their source, so they're Mechudish, they're not Kadman, they're Mechudish, they're creations that before they were created did not exist in in both of their aspects. So actually the term Adam Kadman articulates how unique, how distinctive this world that we call Adam Kadman is in as much as it's Adam and Kadman. And basically Kadman goes on the Oir, the Oir of Ak is Kadman. It comes from Ein Seif. Even though it goes through the Tzimtzum and the of Eheir, but it comes from the Ein Seif in a way which is called Kadmos, meaning to say its, its definition is such that you could say, honestly, truthfully, it always was. It's not something which exists because worlds were meant to be existent. Right? One of the biggest struggles that we have in Hasidus is understanding godliness altogether, Ein right? Seif, and trying to figure out what kind of relationship Eidein Seif has with God and what kind of relationship Eidein Seif has with world. The difference, of course, is God is always, God is Kadmon, and the world is Mechudesh. Is Eidein Seif Kadmon or Mechudesh? If Eidein Seif is Kadmon, that gives us all kinds of difficulties in understanding the absoluteness of God, the Pshitas of Elokus, and these are big discussions in Hasidus. But even though we're not going into these discussions now, the fact is, Elokus, godliness is Kadmon. However, it's Kadmon. There's Kadmon uh, Kekadmusei, there's Kumoi Kadmai Haheder, and there's even a Madrega of Elokus which is called Kadmai Haheder. But as it relates to creation, even the Eidin Seif after the Tzimtzum, which goes into the Kalim of Ak, which goes into the form, to the created world of Adam Kadmon, the oid is considered kadmin. The idea of this oid is that it's 
godliness that's expressing the truth of God that's not at all associated with the process of creation. It's an expression of what creator is above the process of creation. And the kalim, the form, the vessels of ak are, are mechudesh, are new, are called adam. And that's what's unique about adam kadman, ak, it's the first world. And in as much as it's the first world, it's oir is kodum and it's kalim are mechudesh. The form of Kabbalah is built around the idea of oyed and keli, light and vessel, neshama and guf, soul and body. But there's another thing. The form of Kabbalah, which revolves around oyed and keli, neshama and guf, and so on and so forth, is only a form if the oyed and keli, if the neshama and guf are separate and then join. If the oyed and keli exist as a oneness, if the light and the vessel, the so-called body and the soul, exist as a oneness, as they emerge from the Creator, then they're one. And if they're one, their contradictions are not manifest. The conflicts within Eir and Keli, which account for Matthias, don't exist yet. And therefore, they're not a Matthias, they're not a world. In order for light and vessel, for soul and body to constitute a world, there must be a notion where the light is separate and the vessel is separate and they join and interface. And the meeting between the Eir and Keli, between the Neshama and Guf, light and vessel, soul and body, is such that the interface creates a unique form, a unique level, a unique definition. And this is the meaning of Ak, of Adam Kadman being the first Patsav. It's after Tzimtzum, and one of the effects of Tzimtzum, one of the important effects of Tzimtzum, is the separation of the Kayach HaGvul from the Kayach HaBeligavul, from the Kayach HaGili from the Kayach HaHelem, meaning the separation between light and vessel. And when they rejoin, now their rejoining is a joining of two things that are meeting and in that meeting there's a unique interface, there's a unique effect of that meeting and that's what makes them into a metzias, that's what makes them into a form, that's what makes them into an entity that can be identified and that can be analyzed and can be studied um, at least on some level of comprehension. And Adam Kadman is the first such form. Adam Kadman is the first place where light and vessel meet as two separate things. And even after they meet, because they're two separate things co-joining and getting together, the nature of their coming together is that they remain enough too for the effect of their union to be the emergence of a Metzius, the emergence of a form, the emergence of something that is in some way expressed, revealed, or to say it even more extremely, uh, limited. And all of these ideas apply first to Ak, to Adam Kadman. Now, I will say two things about the nature of the form of the world uh, that is Ak. Meaning, if we're understanding that Adam Kadman is the first place where the light of Ain Safe and a vessel have been categorically separated and their meeting is a meeting between two and the effect of their meeting is the creation of a, an entity which is unique and is a byproduct of this combination of this meeting and therefore it's a metzias. There are two critical ideas that need to be stated as far as Ak is concerned, I think. The first is the expression that when Oir meets Keli in Ak, the effect is, quote, Shadish Nesham as the Gufis, which means literally the root of the soul of the vessel. What they said, in other words, the root of the spirituality of the material. That's how you would say it in coarse words. The meaning of these words, Sheir Hisham is the Gufis, is that when Oyer meets Keli in Ak, 
Kaylee was a Matthias. And Kaylee has its rules. And Amit Hashem will get to discussing the word Kaylee when we get to it in this uh, series. But uh, Kaylim are designed to be, you know, Helam and Avdola and Agbola and Eschalkos. They're about hiddenness, about separation, about distinction, about uh, body. So the Kalim of Ak conform to those rules in a basic way. When the Oir meets the Kali of Ak, the degree of influence the Oir has on the Kali, that the Kali becomes entirely theoretical. Not almost entirely theoretically, absolutely entirely theoretical. Meaning the Oir goes into the Kli and reverses the condition of Kli to such an extent that all you have is, quote, Oir of Kali, the spirit of the material. But the material is altogether and utterly gone. So in Ak, there's a Matthias, there's a form, that's defined by the form. That means the keli of Ak being so affected by the Oyer that it no longer exists at all except that it's the, the spirit of the material that will exist later. And the way I understand it is first the keli of Ak is a Matthias, then the Oyer of Ak enters into the Kli of Ak and the effect of this, the keli is altogether bittled. Now, this is a discussion that requires a lot of time, but for those of you who are familiar, there's four levels. There's Yecheles, Kehachatzmi, Kehachnelem, and Kehachgoloi. The mush of each one of these four levels are shame, the way a person has a name before that name had ever been used. Fire in a flint was a mush of a Kehachatzmi. Fire in a coal is a fire for Kehachnelem. And flame is a, a mush for Kehachgoloi. Ak is the Madrega of Yecheles. Ak is the Madrega of Noise and not Koilo. Ak is the Madrega of Sherish and Shamas de Gufas. The, the Oir of Ak goes into the Kali of Ak, and the Kali is so decalied that there isn't even Akar Belkecha. There's nothing. There's only Oir. Or I should say, there's only the idea that Oir is in a state of Gili. But the Zulas aspect of the Kli is completely removed. Adam Kadman is the world of Yecheles. But it's Yecheles after it was Koyach. First the Keli was separate and then the influence of the Eid and the Keli was complete Hisalmas. This is the first idea. And the second idea that Ak is called an Eilam Kloli, a general world. The idea that Ak is Eilam Kloli means the whole of Ishtalshalus comes from this one world. And the whole of Ishtalshalus is included in this one world. In other words, this world is designed not just to be a world and from it's going to come a second world and from the second world is going to come a third world. This world is designed to encompass the whole creation till the very, very lowest levels. Um, that uh, Ak is a world that's considered a klau, a general rule for the world that are going to come after it. And the marshal for it would be the idea that the whole 6,000 years of creation exists as one single point. That concept of the whole 6,000 years being a single point, this is Ak. In Ak there's no time, in Ak there's no space, in Ak there's no levels. But, Ak is tricky. Because when you say that Ak is an Eilam Kloli, you're saying as opposed to two things. It's an Eilam Kloli, not an Eilam Pashut. It's an Eilam Kloli, it's not an Eilam Prati. It's lower than the level which is called plain, and it's above the level which is called specific. And when you learn the idea in Hasidus, particularly in Samach Vov, a contradiction is presented, a dichotomy is presented. On the one hand, all of the worlds exist in Ak in a way that they're the same within the parameters of Ak. On the other hand, within Ak, all of the worlds exist with their specificity that they're going to take on later. 
So they're not the same. These two opposites are the way we understand the klal of Ak to the lower worlds. And I'll say it in other words. If Ak was an Olam Poshot, then all the worlds would not only be equally an Ak, uh, they wouldn't really exist. If Ak was an Olam Prati, then it wouldn't be a source for any world except perhaps the world after itself. Because Ak is an Olam Kali, all of the worlds that are going to be exist within Ak. And in one way, in a way of Bittl, they're all equal. But in another way, in terms of their tzir, in terms of the potential that's going to come out of them later, each one exists and act differently because ak is lower than the madrega of pshita, it's the madrega of klal. The difference between the word pashut, which means plain, and the word klal, which means all-inclusive, is illustrated with an example. Imagine an idea enters into your consciousness. A fantasy enters in, into your awareness. You've never considered this fantasy before. You've never premeditated on this fantasy. It came entirely from your subconscious. You have no idea how it just emerged. So sometimes you'll say, eh, nonsense, throw away, never revisit it. Sometimes you'll say, eh, interesting idea. And you'll consider revisiting that fantasy in order to affect or analyze whether this is actionable or not. So you'll think about it again. After you think about it a second time, you may decide never to think about it again, or to think about it a third time, and a fourth time, and a fifth time. And of course, over time, you think about it enough times, you actually talk about it, you actually write it down, and then you do it. So Hasidus observes, the very first time that thought entered into your mind, you can't really call it a thought, it's a fantasy. There's no premeditation, there's no planning, there's no control, it's the soul just giving you something. Hasidus argues, even though that fantasy has a form, and it's specific, and of course the classic illustration of form would be the fantasy to build a house, that's the Moshul Hasidus always uses, because the purpose of creation is When that fantasy enters your consciousness the first time, that fantasy is not at all about a house. It's about your subconscious. But if you choose to think about it a second time, now you're thinking about the house because the house already exists in your imagination and you're choosing to re-examine the home that your fantasy presented you and to consider whether you want to do something with it or not. That's the difference between the word machshava pshuta and machshava klolis. Rotzen pashut and rotzen kloli. The, the meaning of the term a will that's plain means that even though the will may have a form, the, the form is an expression of plainness. It's, it's, it's an expression of the affinity, infinity and the, the form is not the primary energy. The primary energy is the infinity. But when you think about it the second time, that's called the Ratzon Kloli. And that's how Adam Kadman is understood. Machshava Gduma the Ak, Machshava Gduma the Adam Kadman is considered the first world. But it's considered the first world that's in the realm of worldliness. Meaning, everything in Ak is worldly related, connected to creation. Even though in Ak itself, it's such a state of Pshitus that we call it Sheresh and Shamas the Gufas, that we call it Yechelis. But its definition is that it's a Klau. Its purpose is to be the beginning of the planning or the process of the creation where the focus is on the creation. And that's the meaning that Adam Kadma is an Elam Kloli. 
all of the worlds are included in Ak in a way that they exist entirely theoretically. And as far as that is concerned, they're all equal. But since Ak's purpose is to serve the process of the development of the creation, on the other hand, each one exists in as much as it is destined to exist in terms of actualizing its place in the hierarchy of worlds and its place in the realization, the purpose of which God Almighty is creating all of the worlds. This entry is far too long already, but I want to say one more thing in conclusion, because it ties in to our entry, and that is that for whatever reason, the discussion of Zman in Hasidus, whenever they talk about Zman, it's always in the context of Ak, but specifically Chitzoni is Ak, the part of Ak which we're calling Klal, as opposed to Pshitos that I mentioned earlier. I don't know why. The, the simple explanation is because Trilas Hasman is in Ak and Chitzoni is Ak, but it's almost like there's a built-in presumption that when Hasidus talks about Ak and the idea that Ak is a Klal for the lower Elamis, they will mention the idea of Zman and the source of Zman and the idea of Zman Beruchnius, etc., etc., etc. Thank you.